Annyeong, this is Holly Juku, starring Brandon Cooper and myself, P.D. Rave. This is episode 15, Give Us the Socks or We Flip the Table. Enjoy! Buenos nachos, amigos. Welcome to another fine episode of Hallyu Juku. I am Petey Rave, your man with no plan. Here with me, as always, is Brandon Cooper, a.k.a. King Kaz. How you doing, Kaz? I'm doing well. It's snowing, but I'm not going to let that keep me from talking about not the million, but the billion. Yeah, we're talking about what? million, but the billion. The, the, <laughs> the trillion? The the, the scallion? Yeah. We'll get Bullion to that cubes? and more uh, in this <laughs> in this episode of Hollyjuku. Um <laughs> our our weekly kind of take on the East Asian pop culture. Mm-hmm. Um I had to stop us because we would have delved way too deep into that GP basic song, and that's coming up a little bit later. Yeah. Um, All right. But first of all, we're going to start with where we, where we start with, it, which is always what we've been listening to this week. Uh, yep. Kaz, what have you been listening to this week? I have been listening to Gaian, uh, yeah, yeah uh, Gaian's new Gaian. song, Truth or Dare. Mm-hmm. Yeah. No, her new song, Truth or Dare, which is actually a, a like eight minute video. Yes. The song is in eight minutes. <laughs> But the video is eight minutes. So if you're going to watch this video, there is some time investment needed from you, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I'm not going to say it's not good because it is so much fun. It is such a fun song. And the creativity put into this video to get all the guest stars, to get all the people, to get a, a top pop star from, from, uh, thailand to come over and just for to be in the video just to get stood up is like yes. kind of the greatest thing ever um yes. and her just kind of being like this this pop star shit show of a person like and everybody's kind of talking behind her back a little bit and like kind of that is also what the song is about but it's just so much fun and it's so well put together and like these are kind of the things that you love in music videos you you are almost forgiving of the fact that it is close to eight minutes long when the song itself is not eight minutes long um yeah. and i know i keep harping on that but that's not a bad thing i'm just saying it's one of those investment kind of things where you're going to the video for the video right you're not yes. just there just to hear the song you could do that any shape or form you could hear it on itunes you could hear it on you know uh google music if they have it because uh, they're kind of sketchy with the k-pop um but you could do those things, right? And you could just hear the song. But I'm, I'm telling you, I'm telling you as a person who's sitting in this chair on this podcast that you are listening to, take the investment. Go watch Truth or Dare. Such mm-hmm. a fun video. I love that, uh, uh, Asian Junkie categorized it as the mockumentary, uh, it's a monk, the Korean mockumentary version of, uh, uh, Blurred Lines. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, the other song I've been listening to this week uh, was "Game Over" by Kai Bumzu. Uh, yeah, which I probably yeah. or Kai Bumzu. Uh, if you if you read the the, the Hangul, <laughs> uh, uh, yeah. Um, this is a confusing relationship video. The song is really nice. The song is really kind of docile. Um. <laughs> And, and, you know, kind of talks about the makeups and breakups, but the song, the video is really confusing. Um, so for this one, I was way more into it for the song. Um, and I know we, we tend to use the YouTube links because generally the most, the, the biggest place you can find, uh, K-pop is, is right there on YouTube. Um, a lot but of times on music channel. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but definitely you're in for this one for the song way more than the video to me. The video was, was just a bit confusing. Uh, we're this weird, like, oh, are these two getting together? But oh no, in the end, it was those two. And you're like, uh, what? Huh? I don't even huh? understand huh? the point of that. Um, 
you know, but I, I still liked the song a lot. Um, and this is definitely somebody who wasn't really on my radar very much. Um, but I, I feel like maybe I've been, I've been, as they would say in the streets, sleeping on them. Yeah. Yeah. I've been, I've been sleeping. Yep. Um, so I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna check out more of this and, and just kind of see where it takes me. Um, a little bit more of the Kibumju. Kibumju. Yeah. Uh, which is, uh, game over. Game over. Nothing to do with Little Flip. Uh, nope. Luckily enough. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah, more, more fun stuff. And, uh, me, me, I've been listening to a lot of the same stuff I've always <laughs> listened to. And it's like, uh, I wanted to throw in a couple of tracks that are always on like my, uh, my Your go-tos. go-tos. Yeah, my go-tos every week in, week out that I hadn't thrown down yet. Uh, one of them being 21's Fire. Uh, we've talked oh, about yeah. other 21 songs, uh, but I always don't like throwing in like this, uh, you know, this, I guess throwback to like two years ago, three years ago. <laughs> Whoa. Taking it back to the old school, uh, of right. three years ago. Uh, but freaking, it's such a really fun song. Like the, it's, you know, it gives you back the, the old, uh, uh, that, uh, that, that great little Sandara, uh, line, uh, the, Hey, you got that fire. <laughs> it's like, you get to admit, you just, in, you don't even have to watch the video. You can just imagine in your head the little, uh, cross-legged dance, head shake thing just in your yeah. head. Like, it's you just got ingrained. that fire, baby. Do that, do that, do that, do that, do that, that fire. Like, the top, like, I'm, you like, you just automatically, like, why are my fingers doing this? Why are they, okay, <laughs> what? All right. This is what I'm doing now. <laughs> yep, yep. Uh, and of course you have a, a CL with her hair up. <laughs> When's the last time you ever seen CL with her hair up? Like that. Yeah. And all tight and stuff like that. But it's, it's hilarious and they're all adorable and, 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 and it's such a fun song to just throw on there. It's one of my go-to. I have like a chunk in my Mog playlist, my queue that's all 21. <laughs> it's like, uh, and it's just a go through of like just the, my, the, my favorite 21 songs. And that's like right in there. I just love to listen to that. Uh, also what's been, uh, it, it's just a song that I just can't help but enjoy listening to. Uh, it's so much fun. Uh, it's our girl, Hiana, uh, the Beyonce to, uh, four minutes, a destiny's child. Uh, let's face it. Uh, the, the, you know, the mega star, the, the, the adorable, hilarious, adorable, uh, star of Invincible Youth, but the kind of a sexy, uh, uh, singer, uh, with her song Bubble Pop. And this, the song is fun and poppy and like, uh, you know, it, it's not revolutionary or anything, but it's just fun. And of course the video is, uh, is nice. You know, you get Hiana and booty short, little shorty shorts, little Daisy Dukes. It's like, look at that girl in Daisy Dukes song. It's like, ah, uh, yes. With a little bit of the, the dance that involves her bending over and kind of squeezing things together in a, in a, in a nice way. Uh, which is always nice. And it's like, yeah. But the song is still just fun on its own, <laughs> even without the, without the cleavage and the booty shorts. Uh, it's still a fun song. Uh, yeah, I love you, Hannah. The bubble, 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 pop, bubble, bubble, pop, pop. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's a, fun, uh. it's a fun, cute song. Like, it's, it's, it's poppy as fuck. Like, um, if that's not your thing in K-pop, like, then this is definitely not for you because no. it is poppy as fuck. Like, but I don't find anything wrong with that kind of stuff, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah, he's, he's wh- wh- which I have, uh, come lately to find out, like, uh, like a lot of the, uh, like I've kind of gone through and used a lot of the suggestions that we have kind of done and to give to other people and like the, the overall poppy stuff, people will be like, Oh, I've heard that. Like I, and I don't hate, I hate K-pop. And then I'll give them kind of me and your like kind of kitsch kind of stuff that we give that we, that we both like. I'm like, Oh, here, try top, try, you know, uh, these people. And they're like, Oh shit. That's awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, it's always a, a fun experiment. Uh, freaking, yeah, love her. Uh, and one last, um, the, the, the one last song that uh, I've been kind of, uh, well, listening to not exclusively, but it's just a song that has been a part of my world, 
uh, for a while now. And I guess technically I'm, I'm, I'm putting the drama talk into the music talk, but kind of in a recess way, you know, chocolate in the peanut butter, peanut butter in the chocolate. But, uh, Hyorin's, uh, contribution to the, uh, uh, my love from another star slash you who came from another star slash whatever, uh, uh, drama, which I love. And we're going to talk about it in a few weeks because we got three weeks till the, fin- until it's over. So, uh, that's going to be something that we're going to talk about soon. Uh, it, it is, uh, she contributes to the soundtrack, her song, Hello, Goodbye. And, uh, it is a very, you know, a ballad. It is a very much mm-hmm. a, a romantic song meant for romantic moments, but, uh, it is, uh, just like a lot of the things on that show, it is just well done and not overstated. Like, uh, it is nice to have that OST song that doesn't punch you in the face. Like, it's just sweet, and, uh, Hyorin is a fantastic singer. That I, it, it I, I doesn't, think. It, it doesn't, doesn't have that, that beautiful quality that something like, Love is the moment! Love is the moment! No, oh, no. No. Uh, God. But yeah, it, it's just, so sweet and it, those moments that they've used it on the show it's been fantastic and god mm-hmm. this show's so good like ah uh, okay yeah, i look right. forward to yeah. us talking full uh fully about that show but it's just, just yeah. a fantastic song love Hyorin. uh definitely but, yes uh so we're getting into our headlines uh very quickly we're gonna get Keep up here, last. I don't know why I threw a guitar solo on there. I don't even know why. Yeah. <laughs> no, no. Right. Um. So, what do we first got? First of all, what do we got first. We got first. Uh, we got uh, sports chosen. Uh, decided to uh, put. To, they've put together their 2014, I guess. Uh, uh, 2014 girl group rankings. Uh, so. The big, uh, um, uh, things to consider here. So there, it's, uh, listed, uh, it's got five, six levels, um, at the top. All right, let's get, you know what, let, let's go from the bottom up, right? That's the, the okay. way to go. Let's go from the bottom up. So, uh, nominee level, can I guess, you know, yep. making, arriving on the radar, bestie. Uh, I've seen some stuff from them, but they're kind of, it's really cool. They debuted, I believe, this year. Uh, okay. bestie, uh, and it's really cool to see them, uh, uh, Mike making headway. It's really cool. Uh, so look forward to them. I guess according to, uh, sports chosen, they're making headway. They're making a name for themselves. Uh, so bestie. All right. To the next level up, uh, second to last level, popular. Okay. Uh, popular, populated by, uh, uh, Staying in that level are Rainbow, AOA, Hello Venus, and Ladies Code. Uh, they're kind of maintaining their status, still making a little bit of a headway, but not really going up or down, uh, from last year. The big thing is, two names dropped down two levels. <laughs> and oh, for okay. very heavy. Yeah, right. So yeah. two names dropped down two levels. Uh, one kind of obvious for obvious reasons, Wonder Girls. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Who's so, who, for all intents and purposes, technically haven't disbanded and technically still exist. <laughs> okay. And the other? Yeah, I believe that, JYP. Uh, Tiara. Oh. And Tiara, which, uh, which is a shame because they released an album this year. Uh, the number nine is a fantastic song, but I kind okay. of understand that, that they've kind of slipped a little. But I I don't remember the last time I've heard a good Tiara song. No no disrespect, <laughs> man. I ain't shooting uh, people in the streets, but I'm just letting you know I don't remember the last time I've heard a good Tiara song. Yeah, yeah, that that could be why they contributed. I liked uh, number nine, uh, uh, mainly the the second music video, but yeah, they they they've kind of been struggling for a little while. Uh, but hopefully, you know, hopefully they turn things around because. Uh, I love me some Hyoman, and I love me some, uh, maybe, maybe it's mostly that I love the gift that I have of Hyoman shaking her butt on that, that <laughs> nice, she's got a nice butt. Uh, all right. 
I'm and sorry. That I, happened. Yes. I objectified K-pop uh, female singers. Um, so next up, uh, the mania level, third to last, uh, you've got brown eyed girls, uh, right. after school, Dal Shabet. Have, okay. After school, of course, you know, one of the, 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 the classic, uh, uh, graduation groups. And then you yeah. have Dal Shabet, uh, crayon pop, Never which is cool to see. Uh, crayon pop, you know, still kicking ass. I love them. You know, y'all know how much I love me some crayon pop. I'm mm-hmm. a crayon pop Opa fan. Uh, nine muses jumping up a spot. Uh, I, I'm, I'm, I'm not big into the nine muses, but they, they seem to do well for themselves. Yeah. No, I haven't, I haven't really listened to, to nine muse much. I don't listen much to girl after school and Dal Shabet. Never heard of them. Yeah. They, they uh, debuted a couple years ago, but they, they, they're, they're interesting. They have a couple of hits. They make the, they're still in the, we have to do a, a lot of variety shows to get our name out there stage of their career. So, uh, okay. but they're doing their thing. Of course, I love carrying pop, but nine muses, they're, it's mostly models and it's like, eh, uh, and it's very glammy. It's okay, but not my thing, but right. Uh, stepping up the big drop was Kara. Oh, oh my God. girls. They dropped three Kata. spots, and uh, and rest in peace, Kara. Uh, I mean, again, like Wonder Girls, technically not disbanded, technically not dead. <laughs> <laughs> we Except don't know for the fact that the writing's on no wall. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> Nicole ain't there. Jiang ain't there. She's uh, Nicole. Apparently, is uh, working with J- Jermaine Brown here in the states, which is cool. Uh, I'm happy for her. She's, uh, you know, doing some training, getting, getting ready for her, uh, debut, her, uh, solo career. And, but we don't know if they're going to go with a trio, <laughs> the Kara trio, or they're going to recruit I mean, two new members. That's what, and, all the, that's what all the pictures have been looking like. It's just, they're just going to go with the three girls that are still kind of there. Like, yeah. Uh, when they've they, been doing photo shoots and shit like that, but it's K-pop, so. They'll they could end up, act. yeah, they could end up, uh, refilling the group and then they could right. end up, like I said last week, they could end up doing, being another jewelry. <laughs> right. Uh, they'll just, they'll just act like none of that other shit ever happened and be like, well, what, uh, what happened on those press photos you took with just the three girls in it? Nope. Never nah. happened. We photo, nah. we photoshopped the other two girls into all of those photos. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Okay. Uh, Goddamn CCM. Uh, no, it's DSP, DSP, uh, TRS, CCM. Um, but anyways, uh, next up, the third to top, the third level group, the socialites. Uh, we got Miss A holding down their spot, four minute. Okay. Uh, hold down on their spot, secret. Secret. Yeah. Uh, still maintaining, which is really cool. They did like, uh, uh, they, they're never really on my radar other than the fact that I remember Sunghwa from Invincible Youth, but uh, it, they didn't put out a really cool little, uh, cute song recently and that was cool. So they're doing their thing. The big, uh, jump up was A Pink. Uh, and of course I'm gonna venture to guess that with, uh, quite a bit of help from, uh, Jung G's, I mean, though it's been two years since, so probably 1997. Uh, well, I guess about to be two years. Uh, I'm gonna get, venture guess Jung and G's appearance on there and kind of her rise to stardom has helped A Pink in general. Plus they had. Oh, well, uh, yeah. The, I mean, come on. Like, yeah. that, that in itself is one of those things that, like, that, that could carry you for a little while. Cause, you know, yeah. like, people are gonna watch that. People have now transitioned that into watching the new show. People who are watching the new show are like, oh, there was Reply 1997. Well, damn, I gotta watch that. Oh, who's she? Oh, she's yeah. in this group. Let me go check that. You know what I'm saying? It becomes this then, cycle, dude. Yeah, and then uh, the and uh, on top of the fact that uh, their song "No No No" is a really fun, catchy song and a really fun pop song, so it's like, boom, here's this track. It's like, that's a good track. I'm gonna get on right. that. It's like, so they really working it out well, and I'm happy yeah. for them. Um, so, uh, I love yeah, so now we're definitely getting into groups that I follow a lot of, yes. which is the, you know, Miss A secret for a minute, you know, like, like, yeah. uh, there's a secret. I kind of like secret. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
damn, that was a shitty pun. I'm sorry for that. Yeah. I apologize. Um, but no, yeah, like I'm, I'm totally fine with kind of this grouping of, of groups together. Like I, I, right I can kind of see that. Yeah, right yeah. at the level. Of course, now we're talking about, uh, the next level, second level from the top, uh, the national girl groups, which is, uh-huh. uh, just two groups, one, um, basically maintaining their spot, uh, FX. One of them, one of them I don't know about, but go ahead. Uh, FX. Uh-huh. My girls, your girls, our yeah. girls. Uh, not just cause we love Amber, we want to, we want her to be our best friend. Uh, uh-huh. Uh, but also goes like, you know, Crystal's awesome and all the other girls are awesome. Victoria is yeah. adorable. And they hilarious. are, they are. They definitely they're are. They're the best. Like, they're, but they're I love, I love me some Amber, bro. <laughs> uh, me and her, we're gonna hang out. We're gonna, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna like, uh, listen to hip hop together and just, uh, hang out. It'd be cool. Uh, we'd be best friends. Uh, but also, the other group that kind of jumped up to the spot, uh, uh, I guess off the heels of, uh, the recent hit something, Girls Day. Every day, Girls Day. Uh, you have your, you, you said you have your, uh, uh, questions. I don't know. <laughs> I have a little bit of a gripe with Girls Day being right here, especially over like, especially over the rising stardom that is Crayon Pop. The rising stardom that is Miss A and Secret and even A Pink to a certain degree. Like, mm-hmm. I don't know, dude. Like, yeah. I, I put, I'd put Girls Day in the socialite category. I don't know if I would put them this high up. I'm yeah. just saying. Maybe they got this, uh, from Hieri, uh, Bang Antonion. Mm-hmm. Nah, I, I shouldn't do that. I shouldn't do that. That, uh, that was sexist. I'm sorry. That was, that was, that was, that was uh, Sex negative. That was gender negative. I'm sorry. Uh, but yeah, it's, it's a little odd. Yeah. I think they had the, they had the mega hit with something and they're, they're, you know, they're getting number ones on like music shows now, even now. And it's been a little while since they released it, but yeah, I, I would put, I, I, I want Crayon Pop higher, but, uh, and putting, you know, I want Crayon Pop higher and, and I think Girls Day is a little suspicious, but, they're there. And then of course we got the unbreakable wall, the, the, the stalwarts, the pillars, uh, mm-hmm. at the top, girls generation yeah. and 21. Yeah. You can't hate on that. You can't hate on that. Uh, uh, they're the girls that I love. They're like, if you were to talk about this, the two pillars of my K-pop girl group fandom, it's girls generation 21. <laughs> like, and even with the songs that I don't like and I've, I've, I've griped about, I still love Girls' Generation and everything they stand for as human beings. Uh, and 21. Uh, you know, I love that. Gotta, gotta love, love too, any. Yeah. And then, uh, a group breaking into this tops tier, uh, with, I imagine with it, give it to me as kind of a, a huge hit this year. Uh, and Hyorin kind of killing it. <laughs> like, I, I, I'm gonna say Hyorin, uh, probably, uh, helped bully them, though they do have, uh, it's not quite, the quite the Hyuna thing because they do have other fantastic singers that have uh popularity in their own right like Dasam, uh, but she's a big deal. Sistar, Sistar making it into the top spot. Are you are you digging on Sistar making it to this level? Um, I don't know if I would put them here yet. I would definitely say they're on their way, dude. They're on their way to being one of those those girls group. One of those girl groups that year after year are constantly in the conversation of just like having, having a good year. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like great promotion, great shows, you know, fucking music performances on, on the music shows, on the, on the Inky Gaios and all those kind of things. Like just, just top notch. They come out, they perform every single time. They always got at least two or three good, good songs throughout the year like and and kind of the other shit that they do kind of keeps you interested you know and all that kind of all that kind of stuff right but i don't know like yeah it's hard to like because i would say it would be partially because of what they did as group during the year and a big part of what pushed them to the last bit was hyorin like uh at the end of this year like her uh uh and Honestly, it's, I, I would say a little bit of the frozen 
<laughs> kind of the frozen magic, the frozen bump. Cause every mm-hmm. frozen is killing it in the ROK. <laughs> Not just because Korea is frozen <laughs> at the moment, cause cold as fuck over there. It's winter. Uh, uh, if anybody's not aware uh, of how frozen Korean winters are, but, uh, frozen is killing it everywhere, including Korea. And Hyorin did a fantastic rendition of, uh, she took care of the, uh, cause of course it had the, the, the soundtrack songs, let it go was taken care of in multiple languages, including Korean. And Hyorin took care of that, uh, that particular version. So, uh, I think that may have buoyed them up to the top though. We're going to have to see how they earn that spot as a group going forward. Yeah. But they have, they have the ability to do so. Uh, earn that well, top well, spot. Here, here's the thing. Here's the thing I was going to say, right? As we just said, like, Sistar definitely, definitely, definitely climbing that ladder. Do they, do they deserve this kind of praise? Yes. But then when you, when you lump them with the two groups that you just lumped them with, it makes you step back for a second. You know? Yeah. You're like, you're like, huh, Sonisha Day and 21 and Sistar. Hmm. Huh. <laughs> you know, you're like, huh. Like, I don't know. Like, I, I, I definitely could see them getting here, you know, but like, I don't know. Like, I, 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 in my mental thing, kind of want to put FX there a little bit or like, yeah. you know, or something like that. Like, but, but at the same time, I'm, I'm a fucking seller of all things Amber. I'm like, I, I got these Amber socks, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> like, they got her face on it. Uh, you know, this little chibi style with a face on it. You could buy those. I'm buying, oh my god. If they don't have those at the K-pop booth at any of these conventions that I go to, I'm flipping a fucking table. I will let <laughs> you like, know that right like, hey, now. Oh, it's gonna be a beautiful I, scenario. It's like, let's start. I'll be, I'll be the vendor. It's like, oh, hello, sir. Uh, you know, hey, are hey, you hey, interested hey, in something? Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I'm looking for some FX stuff, uh, some FX clothing. Uh, I see you got the socks over there. You got someone mm-hmm. Amber on them? Um, we're fresh out of the Amber socks. Oh, come on. Tell me you got some in a box somewhere. Oh, we, we had them. Like, it's, it's already like Saturday. You know, uh, it's tough because we had them on like, uh, uh, we brought a few of them in. We didn't know everybody was going to get them. We sold them out this yesterday. Ta- this table isn't like, Stapled down or anything, right? No, it's, we brought I'm it here. This table. Ah! <laughs> and that's how we'll go. If they ain't got fucking amber socks when I go to any of these conventions, it's going to be the same every time. And then the ones that I go to that PD and DJM are going to be at, they're going to have to come down to the security office and be like, no, I understand. I, but he had stated on the podcast, if they ain't have Socks with amber on him. He was gonna flip it, to, and he flipped the tape. I mean, he he was more or less keeping his word, you know. Yeah. Like I can't. What do you? I can. You know. Yeah. <laughs> flip the table. Uh, oh. Yes, it's gonna be a fun well, time. <laughs> uh, but yeah. Uh, but luckily, I think uh, this is a reflection on on kind of the momentum that uh, some of these groups are going towards and some of the, the excitement of, of, of some of these groups and maybe a little bit of the kind of the the downward trend for some of these groups which is a little sad but yeah s- some sad things but mostly some good things and uh, we're excited for some of these groups and of course uh just establishing the dominance of girls generation in 21 uh because you, you, you can't you can't step to that that is a wig that shan't be snatched uh, <laughs> I heard you say it, and I was like, "I can, I can hold that, I can hold it," and then I repeated it in my head. That <laughs> like, wig ain't getting snatched, and I broke. Oh shit! Yeah. All right, move on. Uh, we we love making K-pop <laughs> hood. Uh, sure. speaking of all right, so speaking of girl groups, and we talk about uh, again the uh, crayon pop who I love. Uh, they're gonna come back, they're coming back in April, uh, with a brand new concept, Sans Helmets. 
they're going to kind of regroup. They're going to uh, work with their composers, coming out with a new concept, uh, issuing the helmets, which is something that they didn't start with. It, it I'm excited because as much <laughs> fun as the helmets have been, uh-huh. it's time to let them go and time to kind of, because they've kind of been a crutch. The so, whole so, Baba Bar gimmick, the whole Baba Bar concept has been kind of a crutch, but yeah. Let's, let's use this as an example, right? Every, every girl group, or every, every group, or, you know what, you know what, not even just every girl group. Every singer, or, or whatever, who's on some kind of major label or whatever like that, pretty much promoted anywhere in the world starts with some kind of a gimmick, right? Mm-hmm. There's always some kind of a sell point, right? Yeah. Like, like, um, you take somebody like Girls' Generation, right? Girls' Generation's selling point were that they were the female version of, um, Super Junior, yeah. Super Junior, right? And, and- um, you come back around, um, you come back around to like, like, uh, two anyone, right? In that same concept, they were the female version of Big Bang. Big Bang selling concept were that they were this, this dancing hip hop, R&B, more American styled pop group. You know what I'm saying? They weren't gonna just be your everyday idols, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you, you swing it around to today, right? Uh, what's up? What was their concept at first? Twerking. They were the twerking yeah. Asian girl group, right? Yeah. They don't talk shit about twerking anymore, right? Yeah. <laughs> you don't hear them mention fucking dick all about twerking. You don't hear fucking, um, Super Junior and, and Sony Shide mentioned in the same conversation anymore. You don't hear Big Bang and 21 mentioned in the same conversation anymore because it's no longer their selling point. They have become bigger than their selling point. Crayon Pop even after the viralness of their hit became bigger than their, their selling point, but they were still kind of holding on to it because it was that it was the concept that was supposed to help sell them, but they became bigger than that. And it also, they didn't start with it. Like you said, you know what I'm saying? Usually you start with your selling point. And I think that's why they held on to it for so long. Cause usually it's gone pretty quickly. Like, yeah, they, 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 cause they struggled so long. Uh, you know, having to all do the gorilla concerts. They, they had a couple songs which are fantastic songs before, uh, Ba Ba Bar. Uh, and I love, uh, I love Dancing Queen. I love Saturday Night more than I like Ba Ba Bar. Bar. Like, uh, Ba Ba Bar is probably the, the song, though I love it, is the, like, the bottom on the list. <laughs> like, right there in Lonely Christmas. And I think for a lot of fans, it's the case. But, and, and I dig it too. But yeah, it, it, it's good to see them kind of, they, they've, they, they held on to that because they struggled for so long and it was the thing that finally broke them through. It was this thing. And then they kind of, they held it on for so long, like you said. But now, now they're kind of, now they're, they're finally letting go. Uh, let it go, like Hyoda and, and, and the chick from Frozen says, let it go, let it go. Um, and it's going to be fun. It's going to be, uh, cause Crayon Pop's distinct, uh, thing is not specifically the, uh, helmets or not specifically this viral song, but it is that they have this fun, uh, humorous, semi-humorous style that you, they, they, they pop. Like they yeah. sincerely pop and lock like in some of their songs. And, uh, they have these like really cool kind of old school dance moves that they throw in there that aren't like the, the, uh, standard sexy hip hop dances or the, the hard hip hop dances. They have some of the kind of the, the pop and locking and the, the, you know, the, the, you know, the, the, the rerun from what's happening kind of stuff going that is really cool or like the disco moves and the, the other moves that kind of could be corny, but they embrace it and it's fun. Uh, and they're adorable. I love them. I love crayon pop. I want yeah, some so crayon we'll be, pop we'll socks. I'm excited. I'm a, if there's no crayon <laughs> pop socks at the ASIN, at ASIN. At the K-pop booth, if there's no crayon pop socks. I'm flipping the table. Yeah, 
Um, all right, so we're flipping tables now, ladies and gentlemen. We yes. can't. What? 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 But I am excited. I am excited for this next thing. Um, we got yes. this from good friend David mm-hmm. Jeffrey Majors, DJM. Yes. It's just call me DJM. It is just call me DJM on the Twitter. My good yeah. friend, Petey's good friend. Mm-hmm. He sent us this link to a sh- sh- a arcade game with zombified AKB forty eight members, and <laughs> goddamn it. Why don't I already have a copy of this in my life and in my, my, my life twice? I said life. I want this. Yeah. Like, uh, this is, all right. So it, it, it's going to be a game called, uh, Sailor Zombie AKB 48 Arcade Edition. Uh, (laughs) I love how ridiculously long anything to do with AKB's title has to be at this point. Yeah. It's become a, it's become a trope within itself that like just exists. Yeah. So this is an, it's an arcade game. It's like a full on booth arcade game, uh, where you pair up with an uninfected member of AKB 48 in order to walk around and shoot it, shoot other zombified members whose real faces have been scanned into the game with vaccine bullets, quote unquote. Then when you get tired of shooting the girls with needle-based projectiles, there's a musical segment where everyone gets together to dance. It's glorious. It's just glorious to think about just that. There's shooting zombies with needle bullets, and then there's <laughs> dance. Oh my god, I'm so excited for that. And and I am also excited, horribly excited, for this next thing. Um, yes. Those that, those that know, generally when we do our, what, and I'm, I'm telling you right now, as soon as this game comes out and I find out what it's out for, like, cause it's gonna come out in an arcade and it's gonna be a little dance machine game, but then there's going to be a home version of this and I'm buying it twice. Um, <laughs> but on to our next thing, right? Uh-huh. Because I want to talk about this. There, there's a lot I have to say about this before, before we, we get into our last two stories. Um, so GP Basic has yes. has come back around, right? Um, and 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 they're, they're group I wasn't familiar with, but they they're very notable. <laughs> yeah, I've 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 kind of heard them here and there, and then I kind of I totally forgot about them. I thought they were a new group. <laughs> me too. Shh, shh, it's okay. Sometimes me and Petey don't know everything, and sometimes we make mistakes because I was going to introduce this as a new group. Then I looked. Luckily, we're we're smart enough to do our research, and I was like, "Who are these little girls who are using the name GP Basic? Do they know there are little girls using it? Oh shit! It's some of the same girls." Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. Apparently, back um, in the day, they debuted and they were all about 13 years old or younger. <laughs> yeah. And they no, forced you know, Korea to change their labor laws. Have, have you seen, uh, have, like, you saw some of their older videos, right? Uh, I don't, I, I can't remember if I have, but uh, okay. maybe. I, I, I Like, I, I think I sent you one or two. Um, and you know the kind of, if you saw the other ones, you know the little, little tiny girl that's in some of them? Uh, sure. Okay. Yeah. As, as you look, you're going to see a little teeny tiny girl, right? Yeah. She's the chick, not with the shortest hair, but like the kind of dark hair that's yeah. almost like as tall as everyone now. That's <laughs> her. <laughs> like, and remember, that was only like two years ago. That kid shot the fuck up. Basically, what happened to her? What we we assume is going to happen to that that one underage girl in in uh, Tiny G. <laughs> yeah, yeah, she had a growth spurt. Um, yes, but they debuted with this new song, uh, "Pakshi Burncha," um, yeah. which which is not getting a lot of love on the internet here. <laughs> uh, the the Denizens of the internet are not really in love with this song, which makes me sad because usually I'm with them on certain shit, but this one, I'm sorry. I love this song, dude. <laughs> I could, I could do without the dubstep part in the middle, but I kind of like this song. I really yeah. do. 
Yeah. Um, uh, yeah. When the, the when you fire up the song and you hit that beat and then you start yeah. to see the 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 the, the concept of their like st- their style and their costumes and and the visuals, it's really really cool and and I think. Overall, the song style and the song itself is really fun to listen to. Uh, yeah. Um, well, see, to me, what has happened is there's kind of a lot more creativity and flavor in this group mm-hmm. now than, than some of their older shit. Like, some of their older shit would kind of harp towards, like, 2NE1-type style, where, like, yeah. they're all kind of dressed little, like, hip-hop Which is easy, and, yeah. Which is kind of you know, easy to, like, fall into. Stuff like that. Um, but this is way more kind of put together and clean, you know? Than what yeah. some of their other stuff used to kind of seem like, and man, dude, I like it. Um, and it, it it's it's all mainly rapping. Um, yeah. From 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 all the girls, there there is a little bit of harmonization in the hook and things like that, of course. Uh, but it's basically a rap song, and I and yeah. I'm I'm totally okay with it. There are some issues though. Yes, uh, uh, which is probably why a lot of people are taking delight in mocking it. <laughs> yeah, there are some issues. There's some struggles and uh maybe some words missing cuz at one point the girl says we don't count a million. We don't we, say uh, we don't say about million, we say about trillion. What? <laughs> yeah, like, we and, don't and trust, say trust me, trust me and Petey. Trust me and Petey. We're not cutting it out to be funny. That's all she fucking said. <laughs> We're like d- Okay, and then she's like, you know, uh, GPB in this building. No, GPB own building. What? What building? <laughs> honey, what? <laughs> like, oh, honey. Oh, like, honey. Um, yeah. It's like, okay, and, and you maybe, you can understand maybe what they want to say. Right. Like, maybe you want to say, we're not, we're not talking about millions. We're talking about trillions. And f- if you said we're not, we not yeah. talking about millions. We talking about trillions. I would understand that as Ebonics. Yeah. I would get she, that. She started out so good because she and her English started out really good too. Because she's like my crew, like you know, new coat, new shoes. My crew. No lose. Like she said that. She said that. And I was like, yo, that was a rap line. Like, oh shit. Yeah. Like she came at me. Alright. You know, yeah. and then she and then you know It's like And then she said, We don't say about million, we say about trillion. Wait, what? Uh, what? Where, where, where? <laughs> huh? Like uh-huh. I there are some things like where I understand like uh some people uh if for some reason it makes me think of going back to MIB, uh, our boys yeah. MIB who in Men in Black, uh, they don't really make any mistakes in that, that song other than, uh, it's, we have the one line that, uh, it's like, uh, black shoes, black coat, black, uh, watch, uh, bl- black sunglasses, and then, uh, uh, black, uh, something else. And, but it's like all these like one letter words and black sunglasses kind of is like awkward in there. And like, you know, there's a word you could use. It's kind of a slang word for sunglasses that you could use that is only one syllable, uh, shades. <laughs> and it, but it's like, you're almost there, almost <laughs> there. And you don't really have to be perfect. Just, it's not quite, not quite. Yeah. Um, but, but, you know, it's a silly, it's a silly song. It's, it's K-pop. I, I like it. I don't, I don't, I don't generally get what all the hate is. I, I could understand, like, okay, they came from a totally different style the last time you saw them. And if you were into them, this is a little different. This is a well put together, well costumed, well choreographed kind of style than what some of their other stuff that I saw seemed like. I'm not saying their other stuff wasn't well put together. You can, you, you can send me shit all fucking day if you think I'm trying to say that. You know, you know what the Twitter is. You know what the show's Twitter is. I, I will discuss it with you to any length that, that you see fit. You know, to school me on on GP basic. I'm just saying this new shit. I'm fucking loving it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I I think it's really <laughs> cool. I like it. A lot of people are also like, oh, the kind of like Janet Jackson. You know, uh, uh, you know, 
thing in the middle there was kind of unneeded. I say the dubstep thing was unneeded. I thought that part was kind of cute and kind of fit with the kind of costumes and shit that they had on. The whole dubstep going into the, like, kind of America's Best Dance Crew with the mask shit. Yeah. I thought was unnecessary. The not the um, Walmart version of Jabberwocky staying. Like. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but all the other shit, I just thought was cool. I, I all these girls seem to kind of have like a flavor to them, and they seem kind of cool. And goddamn, the dance in this song, I I was fucking feeling it. Yeah. Like I, I I was feeling the dance. Um, yeah. And uh, and they like, dude, they're they're fucking hitting these dance moves hard. And I I hope that when they perform this, that they hit it as hard. I, yeah. I want to see them hit those moves as hard as they do performing it as they do, you know, in, in this video. Because, yeah. fuck, you come to the end of the video and they do the shit where you just hear the, the last part of the beat and they do that chest bump and they just bring their arms down. I was like, yo, yeah, that is slick. I loved it, man. Yeah. It was so yeah, it's a just a really fun song. It's just a cool beat and fun song. But and 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 you can mock the the English all you uh you want, and, and there's plenty of material to mock. Uh, yeah. give, you know, give uh Amuro Nami a, a run for her money, but uh, at least according to Asian Junkie, don't want to steal their jokes. Uh, but uh, it's great, uh, great stuff. Uh, yeah. so. Yeah. Kind of perfect. Talking about things that have re-debuted, we talk yeah. about things that are probably never gonna debut. <laughs> <laughs> so um, why we talk about YG. Who, we talk about YG. Who in the 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 I know you already said them, but I want to I want to do this joke anyway. I wonder what record label would delay a group again and again and again. Huh. I don't know. I mean, it's not like they already put out a reality show. It's not like this group's whole basis was based around a nationally televised TV show in which you pick members to be in the group. I don't... uh, It seems... It's on the tip of my tongue. It seems like it's not a lot of letters involved. Like, it seems like they're known for doing this, for delaying shit. JYP? No, no. that doesn't. SM? SM? No, no, SM seems to have gotten their shit together. They're pretty totalitarian, but they they have a good regime there. Uh, Willem? Willem, no. no. Willem is part of SM. No, too long, too long, too long, too long of a name. It's, it's shorter uh, DSP? than that. DSP? No, no. DSP I mean, they've been, been fucking okay up, the past year. They've been fucking up their own way, but not in this particular way. Uh, yeah, yeah. Wait, what? Is it? No. It couldn't be. Not YG and Winner. No. There's gambling no. in this establishment? No. <laughs> That's... That's even funny. Who's your winning, sir? I fucking watched Beverly Hills Cop today. (laughs) Oh, and then it's a reference to an even classic movie, more classic, a slightly less classic movie. Um, (laughs) uh, I I wouldn't even know. Damn. (laughs) Damn. Uh Um, it's fascinating. Okay, so YG, uh, our boy Yang Hyun Suk, doing what he does best, the delay. And put things off and not really mm. know what's going on in his life. <laughs> uh, he's okay. So what is happening is, uh, YG are delaying Winner's debut, uh, because apparently, uh, the burden of, of all of these people jumping on the, uh, the freaking getting uh, famous overseas, all the let it go stuff. Basically, he's blaming it all on Frozen <laughs> <laughs> and like, uh, and they'll, and they've then, oh, this Frozen song is hitting all the where We gotta step our game up. It's like, you always have to step your game up, dude. <laughs> come on. Dude, that is yeah, not the reason. Did you come to the streets lazy? Yeah, no. Oh. It is not the real reason. It's like, oh. I don't uh, even, I, at this point, you know what, with, when it comes to YG and JYP, 
I I love I love the the product that they put out, but it's turning into a shit show, dude. It is yeah. it is literally turning into a shit show. Like you can't be excited for anything. I'm still yeah. waiting for Top's full album to come out. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Like, like what the f- is going on over there? Like uh, we're still waiting on that. We're still waiting on Young's full album. Seeing that, uh, basically, we're waiting on everything that isn't G Dragon. I love G Dragon, <laughs> but. If, if, if he, if it isn't obvious that YG considers him his golden child and does not give a fuck about anybody else, yeah. it's just so in, obvious. In that light, we're still waiting for the rest of the fucking singles from fucking 281 and the album at the same time. And we're they're gonna go 21. on tour. We're waiting for what? 21. We're waiting for Lehigh. We're waiting for Actong Musician. We're waiting for, uh, the, the, the chick group. We're waiting for, uh, we're waiting for Epic High is on. Hey, remember Epic High? Remember when they you know, signed into YG, YG and we were like, oh, it's going to be cool. Did they you know, disappear into all... the fucking ether too? God damn it. I'm mad. Moving on. Yeah. It's, we're just it's... waiting and YG keeps us waiting and it's just ridiculous. Um, there's nothing more to say. God damn it. Um, all right, so last one is kind of an, an, an interesting article about a couple of guys uh, that are not up to no good, uh, that are actually up to a lot of good, uh, yeah. and kind of a little overview of them uh, and like kind of their part in the changing landscape of K-pop. Uh, two guys, one by the name of Yoon Jong Shin, uh, somebody who know we we know is kind of a comic character on Invids, on, on on Family Outing, uh, yeah. the elder. But who is also a really talented musician, singer, songwriter, and, uh, uh, God knows he's a, actually a pretty decent, uh, record, uh, label manager guy. <laughs> Doing a lot of cool <laughs> things with, uh, Mystic Six, the Mystic 89, uh, and of course, you, uh, you, he, yo's antenna music. Uh, for those that aren't familiar with these two labels, they're not, you know, they're kind of up and coming labels. They give a really cool, like, overview of these two labels and kind of how they've been shaping the, the landscape of K-pop. Uh, Mystic89 is home to artists like Kim Yan Woo, uh, Park Ji Yoon, uh, Jang Jae In, Pure Kim, who we talked about recently, uh, in her yep. song, uh, Jo Jung Shi, Hanim and, uh, they say Lim Kim here, but, uh, uh, there, it's Lim Kim and, uh, the other member of, uh, Toga World. Uh, Toga World, which is the group that Lim Kim is in, uh, technically. Uh, which hopefully they're actually gonna get back together and, and can be able to continue going as a group, which is gonna be cool. But, Lim Kim, who's been fantastically making her headway this past year, uh, Antenna Music ho- hosts artists like Lucid Fall, Jung Jae Hyung, and the Peppertones, who, uh, people have seen in, uh, the I use Red Shoes, who we, we, we talked about recently. So it's a couple yeah. of labels that are not the big three, but are making things happen and, uh, and being a part of what is the, the current, tra- uh, uh, transition in, in K-pop. Uh, we talked about, you talked about the, the, the rapper stuff, the, the year of the rapper, which is definitely out there. But also the other thing that's been happening is a lot of ballad singers, a lot of singer songwriters, a lot of, a lot of the solo material and kind of a little transition away, at least temporarily or maybe permanently, who knows, uh, away from the idol stuff and more towards the singer songwriters, uh, you know, the, 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 the smaller groups, the, the folky, the indie rock, the indie groups, the, the different styles. So there's definitely a transition. What, what, how, how have you felt it outside of, and you can touch on the, again, on the year of the, what you've talked about, uh, more emergence of like the rappers, but, uh, have you seen all the other, uh, stuff that's kind of been emerging, uh, in the well, well, you, you kind of see it kind of passively, like in TV, in the TV shows and in the variety shows and stuff like that. Like for me, I've, I've really been kind of picking at this, this, this concept that I've, I've, you know, 
aptly named the the year of the rapper in, in k-pop you know what i'm saying and i'm still kind of scratching at that and I, I feel like it's almost coming to a head a little bit you know what i'm saying yeah like everything is really 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 being way more hip-hop and uh focused on the on the forefronts but the thing that i love about this story and then the thing that I, I i i want people to pay attention to is who these two dudes are right they're they're guys who are at the top of their game but they're not their names aren't always mentioned right but you go look they've they've written a lot of the songs that you're listening to they they've they've helped concept a lot of the things that you're doing you know what i'm saying like it, from their own labels or for others you know um and and even even take it back go look at the episode of invincible challenge that has um you you hear on it right like and and just see the sh- the stuff that he does like with just kind of this silly song that he made for him and UJ so it, it's a really well put together song this dude knows what the fuck he's doing you know what i'm saying yeah. and and having those kind of people get bigger and get pushed to and try to get pushed to the forefront by music in general not by like somebody who's just like oh man these guys really should be at the top you know and i wish they were at the top but music in general right now is pushing these two guys at the top and it's for a particular reason it's because they are skilled at the craft in which they do you know what Mm -hmm. i'm saying at some point will will they probably fall into the like being so big that they that they put out the same product everybody else has that could possibly happen. Like you look at the early days of JYP, you look at the early days of YG, it kind of was almost the same thing. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Where it was a lot more detailed focus. You know, that's how you get things like Rain. That's how you get things like Seven. That's how you get things like Big Bang. That's how you get things like like Super Junior 2 PM. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like with those super kind of heavy focus details on the things that you're doing. But now you end up with Infinite. Uh, uh, you know, fucking, uh, Super Junior M, you know what I'm saying? And you, you start to take a lot of the creativity out and, and put the machine into it, you know? And, and yeah, you get a lot of good things out of the machine. I'm not saying there's anything potentially wrong with the machine. I'm just saying sometimes you get a lot of the same shit. Yeah. Uh, Um, so when you have these people who are going to focus on like, you know, okay, let's hear you actually sing. Okay, yeah. man, that's what you sound like. You know what you would sound good singing? You would sound good singing something like that, you know, and think about that. Not like, okay, that's what it sounds like when you sing. What if we put these four other people with you and you all sing together? Yeah. What if we throw him in there to rap? Yeah. We're going to call you, we're going to call you RS, rap sing. And yeah. you're like, what? All right. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. probably and, some of the thing, and it's like, uh, and that's that thing, that different approach, that uh, focusing on what works best for that one uh, singer, is maybe if if uh, he who we abandoned uh, a story ago uh, would uh, do if he ever gets pays attention to Lee High, <laughs> uh, right. can do because she's uh, again the one and two and three and four was a fantastic song. Uh, and Rose is a fantastic song, and she and it still fits her singing style. And if they can further develop music right. that really fits her singing style and is developed for her, uh, <clears throat> and, and of course it, it it seems, but it definitely is like those two guys really are at the forefront of like developing this different uh, uh landscape of uh, uh in the world of Korean pop music where it's the singer songwriters the uh the the you know ballad singers the the different style it it's it's really interesting kind of like it, it's really interesting to look at uh, how they're affecting that little undercurrent of the native like landscape uh and it, it's all like uh, i think the global k-pop landscape is still you know obviously idol 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 it's like my dreamy idol opas and my you know those those cute idol groups but in korea it's definitely this uh really cool like again back to what i think we've done this like several times especially in the early days of like there's a difference between what's popular everywhere else from korea and there's a difference between what's popular in korea like uh you'd be just as easy to be able to run into somebody and ask them uh they could be like in their 20s ask them who big bang is and be like who what uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. Like, who's Super Junior is? I don't know. It's like, uh, and, cause it's maybe not their style of music. Just like, do you know who One Direction are? <laughs> I don't. Mm-hmm. Like, I know they exist. 
<laughs> right. But I don't I don't know anything about them or do I care to know anything about them? You yeah, know what I'm saying? Like, like, those, those things. And, that, and that's kind of what happens. You know what I'm saying? Like, we, we sit here and do this show and every week we're just like, Ugh. you know, it, it comes to that moment where we're like, what who what group is that i, I don't i don't know what yeah group is that? Okay. let me let me go uh uh shit uh what i don't oh man okay what the fuck like uh oh okay they're signed to they're signed to there's this label oh, okay all right so oh, okay boom okay Do, all right now we know who this group you know we know of this group you know but it's just like we don't we don't really know shit about that group you know <laughs> and and like that's kind of the thing that like pushed me off of of following AKB for a while. It's a fucking like I said last week when I went on that rant. It's a fucking job to follow AKB, <laughs> you know, because like that's why that's why they have that whole concept of like picking one girl and cheering her on through yeah. the group. You know what I'm saying? Like like you know, and and being that you know, like trying to be a fan of of K-pop in general, let alone groups in K-pop, and trying to follow the trend is just like you gotta you gotta fucking keep a notebook a notebook and a book. <laughs> bulletin board of that shit yeah. like you, you gotta look like you're on a fucking stakeout looking for a coke kingpin like okay yeah. we link these two groups together because they were both on inky gaio all right yeah. but these two groups did music show together all right but both of them were on fucking running man's idol special all right but and, and these two groups are on the same label but are on different brandings of that label okay all right all right all right yeah. this member used to be in that and then you're just like like, you look up at your wall and you're like, what is this shit on my wall? <laughs> what the oh. fuck happened? Yeah. And but, then a uh, group comes out and fucks yeah. up your wall and you're like, I give up. I'd fucking yeah. fuck it. Yeah. Fuck it. No, but it, it's funny because, like, uh, you, you, it, it's interesting uh, how much of what we talk about is, like, uh, that it, it's. it's interesting to, to look at things from a different perspective and to be able to dive deep into you know all of this into a music landscape like this and it's always cool right. to like explore it more thoroughly and always cool to observe the transition points and the big uh key shifts in the in the tides uh like we said you know it's coming close to it it looks like it's coming like if, uh, idol wise it's coming close to the end of the second uh, wave uh as the third wave takes over uh <laughs> it, and on that landscape, but then there's all this other stuff that's happening that's absolutely fascinating. Everything from folk, uh, you know, fun folk music to, uh, you know, all this really cool indie music that I've been talking about. Uh, yep. and, and I'm gonna, I'm gonna still be over here. I'm gonna still be over here talking about Year of the Raptor, Year of the Rapper, Year of the Raptor. I'm gonna be talking about Year of the Raptor over here, oh. like a fucking homeless dude on the corner with a fucking sign saying it's the end of the world. People are gonna get tired of me fucking talking about rappers this year. Ooh, dinosaur uh, idol group, millions of dollars right there. Don't give them, millions don't give them of any. Don't give them any more ideas. They will put girls in goddamn dinosaur costumes, and it will just be like, oh, God damn it! Like, uh, anyways. Yeah. yeah. Alright. Um, so, but yeah, it's always interesting. At that point, at that point, when you put, put cute Asian girls in raptor costumes, I think it's time to end your show. <laughs> yes, yes, it's time to end the show. <laughs> it's over. We're tapping out. Yes, we're tapping out. Uh, what's going on in your, in your neck of the woods, uh, Kaz? <laughs> no, no, we just had, <laughs> no, no, we just, we just straight hard at, no, um, going on in my neck of the woods, uh, formulating ideas, putting them together, calling them concepts, then brainstorming. Remember that wall thing? That's what I'm doing. Um, yeah. no, I'm not doing that. That is a terrible idea. Never do that. Never, never put poster border on your wall. You've, you've set yourself up for a travesty of failures. Um, but, Shooting the shit with two ninety black guys as always. Recording later tonight. Uh, Haliajuku, one of my favorite things to get to do throughout the week. Uh, if you are a regular listener and you are following along and you're wondering, hey, where's that other half hour that's called drama talk? <laughs> um, we're gonna catch up on our drama next week. So if you if you're following along and you're watching the shows that we're watching, you should be watching Gong S. No, Gong Gong Gong. Goon. Goon. Original. Goon um, Prime. Yes. Starring, oh. starring, uh, Kim Jong Kook's girl. If you know what we talking about, then you a mm-hmm. real K-pop fan. Um, yeah, yeah. um, it's a fun show. It's, it's a kind of, um, 
there's a there's a show that's like this that I cannot think of the name of uh, that is a other American than style show. Is, <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but there's a show like this where a uh, girl, regular everyday girl becomes princess um, through through weird turns of events and, and now has to live this lifestyle that she's not used to and get used to these people that she's not used to. Um, it, it's a fun, funny show. Uh, I, I jumped out hardcore because I turned into a girl and it was just like, no, no, <laughs> um, at, at, at one part. Um, but I'm going to go through, I'm going to finish it. PD's been going to watch it. We're going to talk about that next week. Um, yeah. and like I said, just kind of keep following us. Uh, keep yeah. watching Emergency Couple. Emergency Couple is really, really good. Um, I'm yeah. having a lot of fun with it. So go over to Drama Fever, watch that. And what I want to do is something that we haven't really done. We kind of always say this every once in a while, but like, we wouldn't be able to do this show without the stories that we're able to get. So I always want to say like, thanks to Shumpy Pop for all those people out there, Asian Junkie, Japanator, like, you know, all the, all these people that kind of write these little, little mm-hmm. snippets that we get to, to kind of further our, our ideas on and you get to kind of follow the links and really see what we're talking about. Um, and all those things. So like, yeah. that's always fun. That's always good. Um, Petey. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, I'm at Peter Rave. Uh, he's at King Kaz. The show is at HallieJuku.com. Uh, also, the another URL you can use, KpopPodcast.com. Uh, we're going to keep doing this. Check out Rebelli.net for all my other podcasts, including Fanny Pack Wrestling Podcast and Record Breakers. Uh, what did you guys listen to this week? This week, we're going to have kind of a, a little recap episode. Uh, we kind I kind of made a boo-boo. I kind of <laughs> deleted two episodes accidentally. Oopsie. Uh, and we're going to have a recap of, uh, Moody Blues, uh, uh, Days of Future Past with our buddy, uh, Matthew Squiggles McGee Walton, uh, on there. And we're also going to give a recap of how much, uh, Brett Hibbert hated Glassjaw. <laughs> and okay. it's going to be hilarious. <laughs> right. Uh, so enjoy that. Uh, Rebellion.net for all the shows. Uh, and follow us, iTunes, Stitcher, everything. Uh, give us feedback. Until next time, hasta los huevos. Annyeong! Annyeong! I think. <laughs>